From the CQ Roll Call Newsroom in Washington, this is CQ Now, your nonpartisan news source for how the inside workings of Congress and the federal government shape the real world. It's been more than a decade since Congress finished a major energy bill. Lawmakers did, however, use the year-end tax and spending package to lift a long-standing ban on exporting crude oil and to extend wind and solar energy tax credits. That has some in Washington expecting more energy policy changes, even though lawmakers may not have the time or the discipline in an election year. I'm Adriel Bettelheim with CQ Roll Call, joined by energy reporter Jeremy Dillon. There's all this talk about bringing energy policy in line with new realities. Why is it so hard to actually enact energy laws? Well, in short, it has to do with uh, partisan politics. Over the, the years, there's been many attempts to update energy policy, but it's kind of broken down into Republicans versus Democrats and their competing issues. Democrats have always been pushing for more renewables, more energy efficiency measures, while Republicans have been pushing for more oil, fossil fuel use. So whenever anyone tries to get something going, they tend to break down and, and nothing happens. But the bills we're considering right now are uh, more bipartisan in nature. So this uh, actually has more of a chance to get going. The year-end deal did get a lot done, but there is unfinished business. Uh, one issue that's under discussion now is streamlining permits for gas exports. Is that nearly as controversial as oil exports? Almost. I like to compare uh, liquefied natural gas exports as kind of crude oil's little brother. Uh, it has a lot of the, the same issues that uh, come with crude oil, but uh, on a lesser scale. So there's still the environmental concerns and the security concerns uh, that the Democrats are worried about. Uh, but there's also an energy abundance. Republicans have been arguing that energy abundance and using natural gas to help our allies are uh, key points at, at this juncture to get those going. Within the bill, the LNG exports would enable faster permitting for export facilities, but that's just one tenement of this bill. The bill gets into a, a whole bunch of larger issues as well, such as uh, infrastructure, energy efficiency, security. It's a whole lot more than just this one LNG issue. While LNG may get the headlines, some of these other issues are really more of an update to our energy policy. Yeah, I mean, it seems like some of the other issues that are on the table that weren't dealt with in the year-end deal don't seem, at least on the surface, to be very controversial, like improving the energy efficiency of government buildings. That idea has been out there for a while, and it's kind of languished on the vine, right? That goes back to the uh, partisan politics that's been going on. This has always been kind of one of the Dems' big issue to um, getting any energy thing on the table. Republicans have kind of used it as an olive branch this time around to, to kind of get Dems to come to the table as, for, to get this bill to be a bipartisan issue. So among the key players you're watching this year is Senate Energy and Natural Resources Chairwoman Lisa Murkowski of Alaska. Uh, what kind of case will she have to make to Republican leaders to get floor time to consider such a big bill in that chamber during an election year? Senator uh, Lisa Murkowski from Alaska, she's been the, the, the push in the Senate on getting this done. She was the co-sponsor of the bill with uh, ranking member uh, Maria Cantwell from Washington. The real question is if she can get enough momentum going forward after the omnibus. The omnibus bill included a lot of energy provisions that may have uh, kind of taken away the onus to kind of get things going on this energy bill especially with floor time being so limited in the, in the coming Congress. They're recessing a whole bunch this uh, coming year. 
Senate Majority Leader uh, Mitch McConnell from Kentucky. He's been kind of mum about what his uh, plans are for the legislative floor schedule going forward. But he is a big fan of energy. He's been following. He's follows energy issues very closely since he comes from a big coal producing state. Um, and it is a bipartisan support uh, behind the bill. So um, that could be a big push to get this actually on the floor and get something done. Now, in contrast, the efforts to get energy legislation enacted in the House have been more partisan. Uh, the Obama administration even issued a veto threat last year because that chamber's bill doesn't sync with the president's commitment to low-carbon energy. Uh, could the calculus change in the limited time we have? It, it could change. Uh, the House bill, like you said, is very uh, fossil fuel heavy. Um, it, it focuses more on, on pipelines and getting natural gas up and running. Uh, rather than the efficiency measures. Uh, it could change. The Senate has a much more bipartisan approach. Uh, that could change in conference. could also change on the, on the floor. Um, Republicans could use that as an opportunity to put more uh, amendments on the bill that would uh, force a, a even more veto. But the president has, has made that pledge, uh, as recently in Paris, that the United States would, would start to cut carbon emissions. Uh, in the veto threat, he had mentioned that uh, the bill would undermine clean energy efforts for infrastructure and efficiency already underway in the United States. Uh, the big question is, would Republicans be willing to compromise in an election year? Now, on this and other issues, we're expecting congressional debate to echo campaign rhetoric throughout the year. I'm just curious, with gas prices under $2 in parts of the country, do you think energy will loom large at all on the presidential campaign trail? So far in the primaries, uh, energy has been noticeably absent from, from a lot of the debates going on right now. Uh, besides a few jab, token jabs from the Republicans at uh, President Obama and his uh, executive overreach as seen through the EPA and through the EPA's clean carbon plan, um, Democrats have focused more on climate change and efforts to fight that, but that has been a, a tenet of the, that party for some time now, so that, that even isn't a big change. I think we're going to see more debate on energy once we get to the general election, when both parties have kind of determined who they're going to run. Um, it would seem that would be kind of an issue to attract some independent voters. So uh, look forward for energy closer to the end of 2016, and hopefully Congress can get something done uh, in the early stages of 2016. CQ Energy reporter Jeremy Dillon on the murky outlook for energy legislation in this year's Congress. I'm Adriel Bettelheim. Thanks for listening. Until next time, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at CQ Now, and you can download our podcasts on iTunes and SoundCloud. <laughs>